We've returned. We've returned. We've returned. Okay. And we're back, folks. Folks. Love the word folks. So kind, so so uh so delicate relative to uh like people or uh or you y'all. Y'all. Y'all this is this is far from a hot take, but y'all what a big comeback with the uh with the the gender the increased variety of genders that people acknowledge in, in popular society. Y'all really made a comeback. Who would have thought without it was so ignorant? Anyway, uh, I'm back here to talk to myself by myself. Um, I think that fucking, I think more people should talk to themselves is what I think. I think that, um, you know, irrespective of, of what this is or is not, or what I sort of end up, doing with this or how far I go. I do think it's like a very worthwhile and interesting exercise to have a conversation with yourself and by yourself. Because to follow your train of thought as you're speaking um is something that you don't often fully do. Where, you know, in a conversation you can you can talk to people and you can discuss certain ideas and obviously having other people around is is better for, you know, challenging those ideas and taking it places that you wouldn't often go to. But I think it's interesting where, you know, there's a lot of opinions that a lot of people have and you don't kind of give credence to those opinions in your own mind or acknowledge them or, or even are you completely aware of them. But if you just sort of force yourself to speak, then uh, you have no choice but to kind of fully elucidate those. And I think that's interesting. And I think, you know, do, do, do most people, myself included, have particularly interesting opinions? No, but that's why everyone has interesting opinions. So, you know. Cool. Yeah. Doing good. I, um, I had a, there was a fun moment I saw recently. Uh, there's some graffiti on the ground outside of my apartment. And, um, I think my take, I don't know. I've, I've kind of like, I've kind of like, kind of like an old man. I don't know. Take on graffiti. I, I like good graffiti. I like graffiti that clearly, um, required a lot of effort and thought and multiple different types of paint and i think that can be beautiful uh, i don't particularly care for just like a just like a black spray paint fucking scrawl and i know that makes me uh and i know that's not a good you know there's people who would say there's a lot of value to that and that's why i'm mentioning this is that there's been this to me shitty black spray paint graffiti on the ground outside my apartment for years and i'd never thought much of it and uh, I was sitting out there and then these like two guys came by and they just like stopped and looked at the graffiti and they're like, huh, that's cool. And I appreciated that. I think that's, it's, it's, it's very cool. Um, an aspect of graffiti and I'm sure there's other like sort of microcosms of this or little worlds that people, some people see and some people are hyper in tune with other people completely do not see and that's probably like what the beauty is where i'd never noticed that graffiti is anything other than just kind of like you know functional street trash that you can never get rid of but is also does not take up any space but to certain people that does either communicate something or mean something or at minimum look cool and uh yeah i liked that i liked uh i like people people finding um independent things that they think are interesting or they think are cool. And, uh, let me give you an example of what I think that there's, uh, there's a lot of things that exist that 
like common pl- like our our commonplace cool where wherever uh, let me give you an example uh the disco ball people fucking first of all the disco ball is uh i, I think i think people co-opt the disco ball as like a symbol of like i'm kind of hip and trendy and cool um i see you f- see fucking instagram stories of disco balls you see uh, one of the one of the most annoying people I know has uh, has a decoration that's uh, it's like a cake, but it's made out of disco ball material, and it's just such an obvious sort of co-opting of this symbol as a means of like I'm kind of hip and trendy and cool, and it's fr- <laughs> it's not it's not frustrating. I don't you know ultimately give that much of a shit, but it's just funny to me that um, there's certain symbol Edison bulbs you know, shit like that, where there's just sort of certain symbols that are universally accepted as like, if you have this, it's kind of like, you kind of have taste, but at the same time, it's such a universal symbol of, it's like, if you're like, oh, I love Frank Lloyd Wright architecture, fuck you. I don't know anything about architecture. I know that's the one, that's the one guy. That's the, you don't get to say that. It's like, that's like, you know, everyone likes music. So people have different tastes in music. But if people didn't like music and you were like, I like the Beatles, then that would be lame. Do you understand what I'm saying? Camera. Camera and listeners, presumably. Disco Ball, they really crushed it with that from a from a genre of music perspective. There doesn't exist a single other genre of music that has produced an object that is so prominent. Like, people don't listen to fucking disco. They very there's you know there's like some electronic songs that are a little disco-y that I enjoy but it's not it, it disco isn't a popular genre but the disco ball has really just stuck around in a way that is so admirable and it's it's uh there's no other like country music there's country what hay bales is that and that's not you know rap is there an object they've They've, they've like a chain. It's that, I don't know. I got a lot of respect for the, for the disco ball is what I'm saying. I think it's, I think it's a, well, I mean, I, I hate, I hate when people sort of like utilize the disco ball as a symbol of uh, their own life being very fun and kind of hip and interesting. I don't like that, but I do, I do enjoy, I do think it's cool at least that disco was able to do that in, uh, you know, what is otherwise not not that prevalent of a genre of music in society um i um i saw i saw like a ta- i saw taxis now have uh fucking now they have like screens mounted on the top of the taxis that face you know there's like it's it's like a fucking panel on top of a taxi it faces both ways and it displays ads and do ads do ads still work do we know do we know that do we like i saw actually this this is this is countering my own point but the ad was for like liquid iv hydration i'm not sponsored by them i'm just giving them a free shout out but we're so people are so desensitized to advertisements these days I, i i can't imagine you know and I'm sure that I have made purchases based on ads, Instagram ads. There's some ads that are that are directly effective, but um, you know, it's funny to think 
that every every possible space that could exist for an advertisement to be on does have have an advertisement in it. And you know, there's all these people who get paid a bunch of money and are deemed smart because they're like, well, here's another blank space that doesn't have an ad on it currently that could have an ad on it currently. And if you do enough studies, if you kind of get enough data, maybe there's a small increase in purchases from people who are, are live in areas where they see that. But is it doing anything? Is it? Imagine how sick ads must have been. You know, now we have this. Now we have this like whole economy that like there's only a couple people that are actually selling anything, and then everyone else just the businesses exist by. They're like, oh, we'll create value by having ads that for stuff for people to do sell things. It seems unsustainable. It feels like we are going to reach a point where uh, everyone realizes that ads don't really work anymore because uh, people are only going to get more and more desensitized to advertising over time. And, you know, ads will become less and less effective and the average consumer will have less and less purchasing power by nature of like, you know, just wealth inequality widening. And uh, it's going to be wild. It's going to be wild once the ad-based economy fucking collapses. And then we'll go to a world where there's no ads for a, for a little bit. And then there'll be like a couple ads. And then we'll like ads again. Ads used to be fun. They used to have ads in, uh, in TV shows, soap operas. They would like stop in the middle of... The, the show and one of the characters in the show would be like you should buy soap and no one <laughs> everyone was just so grateful that they even had tv back then people were just happy that that there was shows going on all the time that no one was like hey this isn't i don't think that character would stop and and look out at nothing and deliver an advertisement they were just like oh great so nice of 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 donnie soap don soap Don, Bounty, Brawny, fucking kitchen products to to tell us that hey, this is a good soap. And and everyone just took it at face value. Because why why would someone lie? Right? And there was no competing ads. Like it, I think it was just, you know, and this is my this is how I make up what it was like back in the, the fucking fifties and sixties. But it seems like people just kind of bought the same stuff. And it was weird if you didn't buy the same stuff as everyone else. And then yeah, I don't know. It's uh it's it's funny that like as 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 we've gotten more desensitized to ads that just the, the solution is is to just like put more ads places. Uh it's like it's like a, we built up a tolerance so you have to do more. It's like a drug, but it's ads. Cool. It's messy in here. I don't I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with messiness. I think uh I'd be curious. I think either you have a problem. I think it's, you know, my, my opinion is that if you have a problem with messiness for the sake of messiness, I think that speaks negatively to you where if you go in to a kitchen and there's like some, some, uh, some Tupperware left out, not, not like gross Tupperware, just like some, you know, some clean Tupperware out on the counter Maybe a couple of the kitchen towels are not hanging where they're supposed to be hanging and you and you can't handle that. That's a problem. That's OCD. I mean, that's OCD. But it, it, it extends. There's like a spectrum of... I think everyone exists on a spectrum of how comfortable you are 
with messiness where there's people who have an absolute squalor that's bad that you know don't do that but like and that's like a different mental illness and then there's people at the other end of the spectrum who can't stand to be uh in any state of a room except for the most clean possible and that's also bad but then everyone exists on uh everyone exists somewhere in between that right you have like the hoarder and then you have the like you know hyper ocd etc and everyone's level of comfort is somewhere between there it's a spectrum everything's a spectrum and there's just so many areas of things that are a spectrum that we haven't even explored but i think i'm probably like let's say if it's uh you know let's say let's say the scale is desire need for cleanliness and it's zero percent need to 100 percent need i think i'm probably i think i'm probably like 30 percent need for cleanliness where i think there's <laughs> i think there's different tiers of kind of like what makes a mess a mess where there's uh i think t- tier one is objects out of place that's objects that are supposed to be in the room that they're in but they're not in the place that they are supposed to be in um, there's objects out of place. There's, um, and then that's level one. So a room could be completely clean, except it has objects out of place. That's level one. And that's, you know, I think the lowest level of mess. Second level is, uh, clean trash, clean trash. That's, uh, you know, like, uh, a plastic wrapper of, uh, of, a of a thing, like an Amazon box or a, or a, like a, like a shirt that isn't supposed, well, that's not trash, but that's objects out of place. But like, just pieces of trash, you know, a, a piece of paper, an, an envelope or something where it is it is undeniably trash, but it's trash that no one is afraid to pick up, that no one would be disgusted if it touched you. So that's level zero, completely clean. Level one, objects out of place. Level two, uh, clean trash. Level three, uh, probably probably dirty trash at that point. Um, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. No, no, no. Here, let me go back. All right. Level one, objects out of place. Level two is foreign objects out of place. So that's different because it's not just things that are supposed to be in the room that are not where they should be. It's things that are not supposed to be in that room that are not where they should be. So that's if I leave my sweatshirt in the kitchen. Helicopter. I'm going to wait. You can hear the helicopter. No, you can't. Okay. So level one, objects out of place. Level two, foreign objects out of place. So that's things that are not supposed to be in that room that are in that room and they're not in in like an organized place. Level three, clean trash. I've already discussed this. Clean trash, that's trash that no one would be disgusted to touch. Level four, gross trash. That's, uh, That's trash that people would not want to touch that people could hand like all right like a messy plate like a like a used plate from someone else and you don't know who it was and you don't know when they used it and it has maybe some like hummus and like one piece of pasta and you're kind of like what could have possibly happened on this plate where there's hummus and pasta and it's not intrinsically gross you're happy to take it to the sink but you you'd be a little upset if someone you know touched it to your body so that's gross trash that's gross trash but it's not um, it's not the next level. So level level zero clean. Level one objects out of place. Level two foreign objects. Level three clean trash. Level four gross trash. Level five is decaying trash. Now that is gross trash that has been allowed to fester for too long and has started to grow mold. That's 
that that's kind of the worst it can be in like a in like a room. I think most people's level is once there exists gross tra- decaying trash, you you're you're done. You're fucking out. You have you have to clean it or you have to leave the room, leave the room. And that's how I am. If I have anything that's moldy in my room, I I will I will do something about it. And that's I'm just a good guy. So, you're welcome, America. Um <laughs> yeah. That's I think that's the second to the last level. The last level, which is kind of it's kind of in like a different it's not a standard mess, but this is a different level is um dangerous trash, uh broken glass, or an old nail, a, a rusty screw. Anything that can actually pose not is not just disgusting but can actually pose danger to the inhabitants of the room. If you're comfortable having that, that's that's the final level, I think. Um, where if you're just like, yeah, there's broken glass on my floor, but I know where it is and kind of like I can step around it. That's the final level. You're you need help. Either you need someone to help you very busy, and you need someone to help you uh, complete your tasks so you can you can attend to your room, or you need just sort of other you know go on hoarders. It's a whole TV show. All right, so let's recap. You have. Uh, level zero, completely clean. Level one, objects out of place. Level two, foreign objects out of place. Level three, clean trash. Level four, gross trash. Level five, decaying trash. Level six, dangerous trash. That's cool. Yeah. And I think where you are in terms of uh, how clean you are as a person is at what point do you have to clean? Yes, this is it. Um. So is it... So, all right. For me, let me go find it out for me. So objects out of place, that's fine. Uh, foreign objects, that's fine. Clean trash, that's fine. Uh, gross trash, I think gross trash. So that's a uh, level, you know, whatever the gross trash level is. Level four, yeah, level four, yeah, level four. If there's if there's like a plate with uh, you know, with hummus on it, to use our previous example, I'll move it. I'll go clean it up. I won't necessarily do it immediately but it will register in my mind as a clear and present to do. And uh, I think that's grosser. I think most people, like most people are somewhere between level two and three, where I think most people, once there's kind of enough clutter by way of, uh, of foreign objects that are in there that are not supposed to be in there and clean trash, I think at that point they go, we got to clean. And uh, yeah, sound off. Which are you? I don't know. That's fun, man. It's fun. See, that's the kind of thing. Like people don't. Uh, everyone has an opinion. You, you know, everything can be put in as a. Everything can be cr- made into a framework. You know, like you, there's there's formalized patterns of thinking that can be applied to any concept you might think about. So messiness, how people's tolerance of messiness, you can think about it in terms of like levels, you can think about it by a spectrum. And it's interesting that so much of, I want to say, you know, higher education, specifically in the form of like social sciences, you know, like sociology or marketing, um, you know, bullshit like that is literally just people kind of taking common sense and applying a framework to it. And, you know, I've taken, I've, I've taken, I took a sociology class, I've taken two sociology classes in my life. And one of them was like organization theory. And it was just like, yeah, so there's like, uh, you know, temporary organizations. And those are ones that like, 
you know, arise, maybe you need to do event planning. And so there's an organization that arises to plan that event and execute that event. And then there's, and it was all just stuff that <laughs> like you, you hear and you go, yeah, that's probably like about the conclusion I would have come to if I thought about it for a little bit and sort of chose to use words to, and chose to structure my thinking, you know, I think that's a lot of what, you know, like marketing stuff is, is, uh, a lot of it's like pretty, pretty intuitive where they're like, you need to grab the attention of the person who's looking at the advertisement. We've done studies that if people's attention is grabbed, they're more likely to, yeah, yeah. People are going to look at a thing they want to look at. What do you, what are you telling me? And I think that, yeah, I, the question of like free free college is an interesting one because you can, well, I don't know. I think there is, there's value to any kind of education that you might receive, of course. Um, but I do think that people don't know, there's, there's more and less value that you can receive. And that's up to you personally, where some people legitimately, the most value they could possibly receive is from a communications degree. And that's not shitting on communications, but just like in terms of hard skills, etc. you don't get the most out of that. And again, that's totally fine for some people. But I think that it's, it's funny in America, there's, there's, I think there's two probably more than two. It's probably again a spectrum, but I think there's like two prevailing sort of schools of thought on like what colleges and, uh, you know, I'm like a white guy, rich background, suburban, etc. And every single, uh, like adult in my general sphere, the way they spoke to college, uh, spoke to me about college was, um, they'd be like, Oh dude, college, time of your life you're gonna have the best time you're gonna meet all these friends and it's the best the best four years of your life and you know i know people are saying actually that because that's a very dark and and sad take to have that it's the best four years of your life but there's definitely a lot of praise for college as a fun time where you go have fun and hang the fuck out and i ended up studying something that was productive for me uh, computer science and like what I was trying to do at the time. And so like, that was good, but <laughs> it's just funny that you reach such a different place than, uh, you know, like immigrants, like children of immigrants or, you know, people who immigrated to this country directly. It's like, you need to study and work as hard as possible to get the best grades possible to, you know, create a better life for you as a result of like what your parents have given you is kind of the prevailing you know, immigrant approach to college. And it's just so funny that uh, those two different perspectives on what college is exist within people who are attending the same place. And, you know, of course, like anything, the answer is probably somewhere in between where, sure, you should make friends and have fun, but also you should work pretty hard and, like, you know, get the most out of this that you can. And... Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to be... Uh, I think if you want to talk about like... It's easy to be dogmatic in absolutes. It's easy to um, preach. Uh, it's, it's, it's easy to sort of preach a state, of, a state of mind or like a thought or a way of thinking about the world. It's easy to preach a way of thinking about the world or like an approach to life 
uh, if you're like, it has to, you have to have the the best years of your life. You're going to make the most friends, your best friends who are going to be in your wedding or uh, you're going to, you're going to fucking, you're going to work the hardest and no one's going to work harder than you and you're going to get the best grades and you're going to learn the most. And it's very easy to sort of uh, preach and uh, try to instill those ideas into people who you're talking to when you speak in absolutes it's harder to be like you know you should work hard but also you should have fun but you should it's 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 wishy-washy people can't understand you know there exists i believe and it depends person to person obviously but i think generally speaking if we're going to stick with the college example and today we're generally talking about spectrums but if we're sticking to the college example you know there exists i would say a level of uh time spent and effort spent on enjoying yourself relative to time and effort spent on, you know, studying and learning a lot. It's some, you know, I don't know how the percentages break down. It's obviously not that simple, but there's some level that makes the most sense, you know, for the general populace on average, I would say. And it's impossible to measure. You can never figure that out. And it's impossible to tell people to look for that. But, you know, I, uh, I just think it's, I think it's funny that, you know, to deliver a, a sort of moderate philosophy to life is very hard because you can't, definitionally, you can't speak in absolutes in a way that sort of prevents you from, you know, and, and the thing is, is that people who, you know, we preach fucking life philosophy to are often younger. So in this kitchen, we'll, we'll continue with the college example. It's like kids, right? So you want to tell kids how to be in college, how to like give them the framework they need, or you think they need to succeed. And those are the people you're preaching to. So it's people who have more simple, um, understandings of what you're talking about. And this could be the same kind of thing where it's like, even if uh, you're trying to preach to someone in your career, in a career path that you should be a certain way within your job. It's easier to do that in absolutes than it is to sort of deliver a, a moderate life philosophy for how you should approach things. I don't know. I guess, you know, everything in moderation is a good, uh, good general framework. But I also think that that in and of itself uh, kind of implies that you should be straight 50%. Where it's like, all right, everything in moderation, cool. I will party half the time and I will study half the time. And that's not right, you know? It's just like, pay attention to what makes sense for you. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's it. Cool. Thanks.